Hello and welcome to Sensei Podcast. This is Manos Brilakis discussing with leaders in the field of CTO and Complex PCI. Sensei means teacher or master in Japanese. The goal of the Sensei Podcast is to help you learn and improve in CTO and Complex PCI so that you can become the best that you can be and offer your patients the best possible results. Hello and uh, welcome to the Sensei Podcast. It is my great pleasure to introduce you today our guest, who is Dr. Alexandre Quadros, who is the coordinator of the LATAM Registry, the LATAM City Registry in Latin America, and also um, the director of cardiology at the Instituto de Cardiologia de Rio Grande do Sul. So, Alex, thanks so much again for joining us today. I'm super excited to discuss with you about your learning process in City OPCI. Thank you, Manos. It's a great honor to be here. Thank you very much for the invitation. Uh, it's very important for all, not only for me, but for uh, every CTO PCI operator in Brazil and also in Latin America. No, oh, thank you. So, um, Alex, tell us a little bit about uh, about yourself. How did you get involved into CTO PCI? How did you get to do it? How did you start the LATAM? There's so many things to discuss, but maybe start with how you became interested in the area of CTO-PCI. Okay. So I, I uh, graduated uh, in medical school in uh, 1988, so I'm a little, not not so, so young. And uh, I started um, uh, interventional cardiology in 1992. So uh, for many years, uh, we were used to to fail at CTO, CTOs, most uh, the the success rate in Brazil, till the, the five or ten years ago, used to be 50, 60 percent. So uh, CTO was uh, always um, a problem for for us. So uh, in 2015, when I went to the TCT, in uh, that TCT they had uh, like a crash course on CTO PCI, and I remember you talking and, and teaching about the principles of CTO PCI and the hybrid algorithm. So that was a, a, a changing moment for me because I, at that point, I learned that CTO could be treated, and uh, we. Uh, we could change uh, the the life of those patients that had uh, like only one uh, artery that uh, would not qualify for surgery and had a very significant uh, angina. So uh, at TCT, I learned that uh, CTO, CTO could be treated with a very high success uh, rates. And then uh, in 2016, I was the scientific director of the Brazilian Society of Intervention, Interventional Cardiology. So we started uh, courses in Brazil. The first course was the CTO Summit Brazil in 2016. And then we invited uh, Dr. Stefan Rinfre and uh, Dr. Daniel Weilman and Dr. João Bruno Silveira uh, from, from Portugal, because uh, we realized that in Brazil, at that moment, there was no one who could give a, a talk about CTO PCI. So we had uh, to invite people from abroad and all the like uh, 20 talks were done by the the those guys and uh, we had a very very big uh, audience uh, like uh, 150 interventional cardiologists that that were interested in CTO PCI and uh, in that first meeting uh, we also asked people if they would be willing to participate in a registry so uh, uh, most people uh, would so at that 
first meeting, we also started the, the Brazilian registry of CTO PCI because we realized that CTO PCI would uh, start uh, very strongly in Brazil. And then after uh, we expanded the, the registry to Latin America, and now we have uh, the Latin CTO registry of more than 3,500 cases from uh, all the, the continent. So uh, my my start in CTO PCI was uh, it was doing the cases and also in this uh, uh, endeavor as the scientific director of the Brazilian Society. Wonderful! Again, congratulations. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. You know, in a few years, you have a robust CTO programs. You do have many operators who are doing excellent quality work. So, congratulations for getting this started off the ground and the great service to people in Brazil and in all over Latin America. Now, in the lo local environment, you know, I understand that there are some limitations in terms of equipment, um, patients do have disease. How were you able to overcome those limitations? Were there some things that you had to improvise, do things a little different than other countries maybe would do? How were you able to adapt the CTO algorithms and techniques to the local environment? Yeah, uh, at the beginning we we uh, we counted with the help of proctors. So the the proctor that uh, helped us most uh, most in Brazil was Dr. Daniel Weilman from Switzerland, because he had also a connection with Brazil. His father used to live in Brazil, and he also could speak Portuguese. So that uh, that and also the friendship of Daniel and also the willingness of him to to coming to Brazil several times times a year. Uh, not only with me, but uh, with uh, other uh, uh, people interested in CTO PC, PCI. So that was uh, uh, one important point to, to start the procedure. So at the beginning, some proctors would bring equipment with them, uh, would bring uh, wires and uh, catheters, micro catheters. So, but not always. So we had also to improvise and use like uh, similar wires to to the same purpose uh, as the 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 regular CTO PCI uh, wire. So that was uh, the, uh, a little uh, tricky because uh, we had to, we had a, a very difficult procedure and also we could not uh, have the, the best equipment to, to perform the procedures. And uh, uh, in the public health system in Brazil, uh, we have uh, some limitations regarding equipment, but uh, when the patient has a private health uh, insurance, uh, we can, uh, we, we we have more room to to use uh, advanced equipment, so we have those uh, two realities here, in, not only in Brazil but I believe also in Latin America. And then, how how often do you actually treat CTOs? This is something very common. Uh, my understanding is the health style might be a little better in Brazil. People are more active, maybe they're exercising more, being more active overall. Have you seen that? Um, uh, is that CTO something fairly common in the patients that you treat? No, I believe that uh, most CTOs, as you know, they don't have, uh, we don't have to open uh, most CTOs. We only, we only uh, indicate the procedure uh, when the patient has significant symptoms that don't improve with uh, medical treatment. So uh, in my practice, uh, maybe uh, one or two CTO PC PCIs per, per month. I don't, uh, I'm not a proctor of any company. There are some guys in Brazil that are. So they travel a lot and they, they help a lot of people to, to do the procedures. Uh, we, we, in Brazil, uh, we have uh, like uh, 
uh, a reality that most operators here they have very high volumes so most interventions in brazil uh, in my center uh, for example we do like 60 uh, procedures each day so not only PCIs, but cats. So we have a very large cardiology institutes in Brazil. Brazil has a population of 250 million people. So a lot of people to treat. So uh, many guys, they are very experienced and, and they want to do CTO PCI also. And uh, many, many easy cases they, they can perform. And when they have most uh, more difficult cases, they will call a proctor to, to help to to do like retrograde or ADR. So the reality here is not uh, like, uh, for example, in Europe that you have uh, dedicated CTO PCI centers that receive a lot of referrals from other interventionists. Here, uh, many interventionists, they want to do the case. So we don't get so many referrals like I believe in, in Europe and in the US maybe. Wonderful. And then in terms of the, of the procedures, how how is the planning coming along? Is it reviewing the angiogram, talking to the patient? Is there anything that um, you do that has evolved over time that you're now doing to help you be more successful and target the right patients for the procedure? Yeah, this is a very important point, uh, Manus, for, uh, also for people that want to do CTO-PCI. I think that uh, reviewing uh, a, a very um, a thorough uh, review of the angiogram is very important to, to understand that what you can gain from the, the, the images and you you also uh, have to understand that when you do uh, when you do the dual angiography you are going to get much more insight about the CTO mainly the length of the CTO and also the the feeling of the collateral so uh, but the first is to review the angiogram and to prepare yourself to to, to do the case, to have uh, uh, a time, uh, enough time to do, uh, not to, to rush into the, the procedure. I think that uh, in my practice, I always uh, call uh, another uh, experienced interventionist to help me. I think that this type of procedures, not only CTO PCI, but complex uh, PCI, it's important that you have uh, another, a partner, not a uh, a partner to help you in in difficult situations and to give it to give you some insight. I I can remember the, the example of uh, uh, Simon Wash and Kalm Harati that they always uh, use it to to work together. I think that that is a very important example. And also to review the the equipment that uh, you have the 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 wires, the the, the balloons, the catheter to to get prepared for for uh for everything that can happen and do, during this type of procedure wonderful and actually as you said there are many other places where having two operators really helps everyone feel more comfortable even you know when things go well but especially when there is a challenge or a complication it's very nice to have a second experienced operator that can uh, take care of that now um in terms of uh, the uh, learning process. Which things did you find the most difficult to learn in terms of CTO PCI? Was it the undergrade, the retrograde, the wires, the equipment? Is there anything specific that you found that was most difficult to learn in the environment of Brazil and Latin America specifically? Yeah, yeah it, it, this is a very interesting uh, question because for me it was the reverse card. I could not understand how the reverse card worked. <laughs> I, I had to, uh, to to read a lot and see a lot of cases to understand how to do the reverse card. I, I believe that uh, for many 
many people this uh, can be also the the, the most uh, difficult part of the process but i think that uh, learning about collaterals which collateral to 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 approach and when uh, you 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 have to to try a little more and then you you have to give up that collateral and try another one and understand when your uh, wire is not in the right position i think that cto pci is a very very difficult procedure and you have you are always learning and you have to do a lot of cases to achieve a, 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 a good level of expertise wonderful and then do you get stressed out do you get anxiety when you have these procedures are those now fairly routine how, how do you feel uh you and your and your partner when you do the cases when you tackle these often complex procedures yeah, uh, I I feel a little anxious when I have a very difficult procedure to to perform. I think it's normal, uh, but during the procedure uh, we used to to be calm, try to be calm and not to to rush the the team or or blame uh, anyone if a complication develops because this uh, uh, the this doesn't help any anything and doesn't help the patient. So we have to to to. To remember that uh, everyone in the room is there to 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 help. So uh, the better the better thing that you can do when you have a complication is to stay calm and uh, think about uh, about what uh, what you have to do and what you can do. And uh, I think that uh, uh, one important uh, point that I learned from uh, uh, from the, the the lectures is uh, the complication generally is not the, the the first thing that you do that will harm the patient, but generally the second and the third. So the next two things that you are going to do that will will make the, the difference. So you when, when you have a complication, you have uh, to to stay calm and not to rush to do the, the to follow your first impulse and, and do uh, like a. Uh, something that you are going to regret after. So you have to to, to think about what uh, what you have to do next. Absolutely. So think first, then act. I know sometimes people say if something very major happens, act first and think second. But I think for most cases, it's best to think, then act. Because as you said, if you take the wrong route and one thing follows another, then the risk of having something more severe goes way up there. How worried are you about radiation? You know, you do, as you said, you do so many cases. Yeah, I'm very worried about radiation. I know that a lot of guys uh, are not. Uh, we now have the, the Rampart system, right? But uh, in my hospital in Brazil, actually, I, I spoke with them uh, two weeks ago to trying to bring the system to Brazil because they don't have yet a distributor here. But they, uh, it seems that they are struggling to to find someone to to represent them them in in Brazil. But I have the the lucky to to work with uh, Philips, uh, 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 the, the last model of Philips that have the that has the clarity system, and uh, I I have a very good experience with this uh, equipment because I can uh, last uh, last month I do a, I did a, a bifurcation PCI with only. Uh, 60 milligrays of uh, radiation using uh, 7.5 uh, frames per second and a, a, a lens of uh, 31 uh, centimeters and uh, optimizing all the, the, the equipment. So this uh, Azurion 7, uh, the, the late model from Philips is a very, I think it's a very good advance in, in, in uh, protecting you and the patient from uh, radiation. 
And uh, we also have uh, the robotic PCI that is coming to Brazil. Uh, there are some hospitals that uh, they they still they they have the system in, in here in my state. We don't have uh, we don't uh, have a robotic PCI yet, but I think it's another important uh, thing for us, not only for radiation but also for uh, orthopedic reasons because of the the lead apron. Perfect. So, Alex, as you said, you've spearheaded the LATAM CTO, which is providing a lot of insights on how these procedures are done. How how did you develop this? How did the idea come to you? How did this, uh, uh, you know, it's a big operation to get uh, a registry of that magnitude off the ground and get the size to contribute. So how, how were you able to do that? Yeah, well, I I was always interested in research. I'm a professor at two universities here in, in my city. So from the beginning of my career, I I used it to be a doctor and also a, a researcher. So w when I started this uh, those courses in Brazil, uh, it it was natural for me to to think about a registry because it would be a uh, we would uh, start doing a different thing, and I would like to to see what. Uh, uh, that uh, new endeavor would uh, would come. So we started, like uh, I mentioned before, in the first CTO CTO Summit Brazil. We asked people if they would be willing to participate in a registry, and most of them uh, would. So we started a Brazilian registry, and then uh, with my very good friend Lucio Padilla, who we expanded the registry to Argentina. And then the guys from Mexico came, and then from Chile and then from other countries. So I have to mention uh, uh, some guys here that are, are very important in this uh, LATAM CTO registry, like Lucio Padilla, Ricardo Santiago from uh, Puerto Rico, Mario Araya and Luis Perez from Chile, Marco Alcantara and Mauro Echavarria and Felix Damas de los Santos from Mexico, and from Brazil, uh, João Tinoco, Antonio Botelho, Carlos Campos, Evandro Martins Filho, Marcos Danilo, so uh, Marcelo Arada, so a lot of guys that uh, are very good uh, operators with a very large volume. And uh, we could gather them because uh, I don't know how, but we could gather all this, these people. And in my hospital, uh, Instituto de Cardiologia, uh, uh, the hospital was a great partner because it, uh, the hospital provided uh, all the, the, the personnel to, to, to to start the registry and to, to help to collect uh, data. I have a fellow, uh, Pedro Picaro, uh, who is the coordinator of the, the LATAM CTO registry. Boston Scientific was very helpful uh, in giving uh, support for us uh, since the beginning. Other companies like APT, like Terumo, like Asahi, and the Brazilian Society of Interventional Cardiology also helped a lot at the beginning. Uh, 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 funding the registry also. So it was uh, something that we started uh, small and, and grew uh, very, very fast. We have all the data uh, from the LATAM CTO registry in our website. It's latamctoregistry.com. If you, anyone can uh, wants to, to see the data, it's uh, uh, upload, it's updated real time from the, 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 data, the database, the REDCap database. So uh, for every case that we put in the registry, it will uh, upload in the, in, the, in the website. So it's very interesting to see how things are going in Latin America.
Yeah, and again, congratulations for that. And I know you published many nice papers on various techniques being used on previous bypass patients. So a lot of uh, specific subgroups showing very good results, you know, for a recent started program. So clearly you're doing it the right way with the proctorship and building the programs uh, very solidly. So how now people who want to do it, let's say it's a new operator in Brazil or any other part in Latin America wants to learn how to do this. Is there a process? Does he contact you? Does he get some proctors? Does he go to meetings? How 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 is the process? What is the process for someone who wants to learn Latin America to learn and get good at doing CTO PCI? Yeah, we have those uh, those those summits, CTO summits that that are sponsored by the Brazilian Society that will happen once a, once a year, generally in October. So uh, this is a very good start to attend one of these uh, CTO summits Brazil. And uh, there is a, a also another summit that is sponsored by my very good friend, João Tinoco in his city Linhares uh, in Espírito Santo, that he, uh, he developed the CTO club uh, uh, Brazil. This is a more focused event on live cases. So uh, we would perform like uh, eight live cases uh, in two days. Uh, this is a two day, today's course so this is also a very good uh, option and Lucio uh, also has uh, his uh, his uh, uh, meeting in uh, Buenos Aires which is uh, another option Ricky also Ricardo Santiago also has a meeting in Puerto Rico and the, the industry in Brazil is helping uh, people because when they they ask for like uh, uh, different wires or they are interested in, in doing a CTO PCI they will, they will bring proctors to their hospitals and this this we will start the process of uh, bringing people uh, interested in CTO PCI because when you have a case that you cannot solve this is the the the, the better way to 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 understand you, that you have to learn something to to help your patients wonderful and then so um, Alex you do so many things right you do the clinical work you do work on the registry a lot of things um, how are you able to keep up with all that? Do you do some specific things, exercise? How do you keep yourself in good shape to be able to do all these things? Yeah, I, well, many years ago, I understood that if I uh, wanted to be an interventionalist uh, for a, a long time, I, I would have to take care of my body. So I exercise almost every day. I work out at the gym, I bike, I run, play tennis. A lot of things, and I, I always find some some time in my day to do uh, to do uh, a, a little exercise. If the weather is good, I go uh, I go by bike to the hospital and to the office. So if I don't have time to go to the gym, uh, that uh, bike ride would would have to to do the the work for that day. <laughs> Wonderful. So keeping very active and have you had any back issues or any other issues or are you doing okay with the lead and all these things that you... Yeah, I had I had some back pains, but uh, several years ago and I do Pilates and physiotherapy and then I started to do like uh, exer uh, 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 exercise to prevent those injuries because uh, I think that the, the, the rate of uh, back pain in interventionists is like 70 or 80 percent. So most of the guys will have uh, at uh, uh, at a point in life uh, some some problem. So we have to be prepared for that. And uh, what is your favorite? Do you have a favorite book or a favorite movie? 
my, I like uh, sci-fi, so my favorite movie is Blade Runner, the first Blade Runner. And I like also the, the music of the, the, the movie and the, those moments. I, I think it's a very good movie. And uh, favorite book, I was uh, I, I was very impressed by the, a book called the, the Lost Art of Healing from uh, Bernard Lau. Uh, this book is uh, is about the the, the re relationship between the doctor and the patient, and uh, it was a book that that uh, I read uh, like three times, and uh, I was very impressed by his experience as as a doctor and his. Uh, human side and uh, like uh, understanding the patient and uh, uh, trying to to help the the, the patient uh, not to cure the patient but to help the patient i think that this is the the most important uh, message for me uh, of being a doctor you have always uh, to try to to help patients not to not imagine that you are going to cure something but you you have to to be prepared to to serve to to, to help your patient Wonderful. And uh, what uh, um, are you most proud of? You've got done so many things. What are the things that you are most proud of so far? I'm very proud of my daughter. She, she is 15 years old, almost 15 now. She's a very beautiful uh, girl. And I think that this endeavor, the Latam CTO registry, and also this uh, all this uh, initiative that uh, we could put together so many people and uh, 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 help so many doctors to to, to learn uh, uh, do the procedures so many patients and publish a lot of articles and put Latin America on the, the map I think that this is something that that I'm I'm very proud of uh, also my 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 work as a doctor uh, I, I I feel very proud of of being a doctor Wonderful. And uh, what excites you the most right now? What are the things that you see coming now or down the line that you're super excited about? I'm very excited about the possibility of working without a lead apron with the Humpert system. I'm very excited about uh, the, uh, the integrated 3D wiring that the Japanese are developing. Uh, the possibility of doing most procedures uh, integrated. I think this is something that is coming. And I saw some videos, but it's a, for me, it's very complicated yet. I, I could not un fully understand how they they can do that, but I saw them. Uh, I, 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 I went to Japan in 2019 uh, to, the, to the complex uh, Congress intervention that they had there. I presented the Latin CTO there at uh, I was invited by Asahi to present uh, our our data there, and I see a lot of very very difficult cases that are very. I was very impressed by they their uh, ability with a wire and uh, how they can uh, track the the the, the vessels uh, integrate. Uh, and I think that this new uh, Ivo system from Terumo that has a, a very short uh, tip and the sensor near its tip. I think that maybe it's it may may change the the, the field uh, because uh, we are getting uh, better at retrograde and ADR. But I think that if you can do the job uh, uh, with the, the uh, uh, integrate with with a more e easily approach, I think it, it would be better for the patient. Wonderful. 
And then, so Alexander, in here to give some advice to people, so the people who are getting into the field want to learn to do complex PCI or CTO PCI, based on what you've seen and, and you've done so far, what would be your advice for them about how to um, get to learn and do this in a good level? Yeah, I think that uh, uh, reading your book is the first is the first advice. We we bought your book and gave to our fellows here, so your book is like uh, their their first uh, job to, to to read. You 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 have a lot of uh, very important points there, and I also learned a lot from from your your teaching points there. But I think that you have to to study a lot and you have to practice and also be be humble that uh, you you have to enter the procedure thinking about everything that can go wrong and not only what will be uh, what you you believe that is going to be right. So uh, get help. Uh, always try to work with another guy, a, a partner that you trust that it's uh, like uh, you can uh, you can trust in a difficult situation. And be prepared in terms of also of equipment uh, that you have to maybe you 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 have the need to use and check always with the lab if they have all the the equipment is very important because here we don't have those uh, CTO uh, PCI cards like like you have uh, maybe at your at your lab or in Europe that they have like a card that has all all, all the equipment there so here we have to to ask for specific uh, wires and balloons and, uh, and so it's important to 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 plan for this perfect yeah great points and as you said very important to get the theoretical background but end of the day if you don't do this this is going to do work and do you have any um, words of wisdom for when things don't go well when things fail or when complications happen you know people some people get very demoralized and they kind of stop their programs or they very hesitant to take new cases on any advice on how to overcome this so you can still keep on improving and learning and doing the best that you can do yeah i think that uh, we we have uh, like uh, I, i'm uh, in this field for like uh, 30 years so I, I i've seen a lot of uh, of things and a lot of uh, bad things and also very good things so so if you are trying to do CTO PCI, you have to understand that you are going to fail. So you have to 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 accept this. If you if you don't accept that failing is uh, a part of the process, you 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 cannot do CTO PCI, because even the the best operator in the world will fail in five percent of the cases, or like ten uh, percent or two percent, depending on the that, on the type of patients that you get. If you if you get only very tough cases, your your rate of failure will be much higher you, if you are going to do only uh, only jcto scores of zero and one you are going to have a success rate of 95 99 percent but uh, i think that this is the, the most important point everyone fails everyone fails so you you, you have to accept this and for us uh, uh, who are people that are very specialized and uh, sometimes very proud of ourselves and once and want to success in every case it, it can be it can be difficult but you cannot uh, give up in the the, the first uh, failure that you have the most important point is is uh, is uh, is try to do everything that you can to 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 assure that your 
chance of success will be high, like preparing for the procedure, having the right equipment, uh, uh, the, 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 a good team to help you, and, and then you have to, to, to accept your failures. I think this is the, something, it's not easy, but I think this is the main advice. Wonderful. Well, again, Alex, thank you so much. Again, it was wonderful talking to you today. Congratulations on setting up an amazing network of a lot of operators and hospitals doing these procedures in Brazil and Latin America. We're very excited to see the more news and techniques and everything else that comes out uh, of your group. And again, thank you so much and uh, so happy to work with you. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm uh, here represent, representing a lot of people. So, uh, it was a great honor for, for me to be here. And uh, also, thank you for uh, recognizing our work here in Latin America and, and partnering with us in a lot of things. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Sensei Podcast.